uh, here's Newt Gingrich, and he echoes my sentiments 100% talking about why Biden is failing and why he will continue to fail. This guy just is, doesn't get it. His economic policies are a disaster. Uh, he, he is fanatically pro-open border, even though he had something like, I think, 40,000 Chinese males of military age cross the border under his open border policy in the last few months. Uh, every major city is now suffering from thousands of Biden illegal immigrants. And uh, you look at the crime rates, you look at the challenges we've got with fentanyl, and I think people are looking around thinking, this just isn't working. And so uh, I think he's going to have a very hard time recovering. He reminds me more and more of Jimmy Carter. And Carter went through a period where people finally concluded, you know, he just can't do it. And, and what par- uh, Carter did was he changed the fabric, the social fabric of Florida forever. And in many ways, even introduced, uh, think about that for a moment. He basically introduced cocaine into America vis-a-vis uh, the Cuban influence, and some would even argue the CIA influence, but certainly it was coming in from Venezuela, and the flood hit around that time when Carter left office. If you remember the 80s, uh, remember Scarface with Al Pacino, remember disco and, and the little spoons that people used to wear around, remember all that. When did that happen? And as a result of who? Carter. And so now what we're looking at is fentanyl hitting the streets. And it's causing massive destruction, killing, murder. The man, the woman who co-founded YouTube, her son, was found dead, an overdose in Berkeley last week, most likely from fentanyl mixed in with cocaine. Then we have those three men, the Kansas City Chiefs fans, that uh, froze to death, literally froze to death outside, just having a few drinks, a couple lines, watching a, a playoff game. Fentanyl, it's everywhere. Uh, there's a real pandemic of fentanyl in this country. And whose fault is it? The man in the White House because of his lax border policies. It's that simple. And people are sick of it. This is a thing that people don't understand that are either never Trumpers or they're of the left. They don't understand that it isn't about Trump. It's about what he represents, which is a pushback against globalism. It's a pushback against communism and wokeism. The middle American people, the workers, the blue collar, the working class, they're sick of it. They're absolutely sick of it. We're sick of it. And Trump is the only politician out there talking about a way out, saying he would negotiate peace. He would close the border. He would put in laws that would return many of these gotaways. And uh, that's what he is getting people stirred up about. If you go to these uh, conventions, he's having an event this weekend in Mar-a-Lago. And he's expected to talk even, well, kind of a hush-hush, but he's even talking about Tulsi Gabbard as a potential VP pick. Wouldn't that be interesting? Uh, but the point is that this election is about the pushback against the globalists, the elites, the people who think they know better, and the people who want to continue to run our lives and tax us to death. That's what Trump represents. It doesn't represent... Uh, racism or any of those stereotypes that people attach to him on the left who hate him. And so it's just going to get more and more intense. Uh, The left is going to continue to spew whatever they spew. And frankly, I hope that 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 judge that uh, that gave the sentence to, to Trump, the $355 million fine, I hope he gets thrown in jail. I hope that his his uh, associates look at him and, and challenge him on what he did. It was so egregious. Uh, 
and so against the very principles of this country. It was completely unfair. Justice is not fair. Uh, and lawfare is, is beneath this country. It should be. But here we are, acting like a banana republic. And people ask, well, why, what's the problem with Biden? Well, look around you. I want to change uh, course here for just a second. Something, uh, um, a miracle happened. A miracle happened this week. And it probably just went right by you. Now, we all know who Andrew Cuomo is because he was the former governor resigning in disgrace for indiscretions. But more so, he was personally responsible for making decisions that resulted in 30,000 people dying from COVID by forcing people, uh, elderly people, to go into homes where people had COVID or forcing people who were sick with COVID going to nursing homes. And it infected the whole population. It's like a bad episode out of Walking Dead. Uh, and, and he uh, never was held account to those actions, which also spurred a lot of fear and confusion in America. When we saw what happened in New York, we thought that was going to happen everywhere else. That people were going to be dropping like flies from COVID. And it never really ever got to that level. New York for a long time held the, uh, the record as the highest place for fatalities. It took almost a year before California and Florida were anywhere near close. And that's just simply because it took that much time for these people to die. Whereas in New York, it all happened like in the space of a, a few weeks. And it was because of Andrew Cuomo's decisions. Now, his brother, Chris, who, of course, you remember from CNN, he was the one that was quarantined in his basement, but he was still doing his show when he was, uh, when he was uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. Then, then we found out that he actually left his apartment and was seen later somewhere. Somebody filmed him downtown going out for dinner with his wife. It was a big scandal, and it actually cost him his credibility, that and a few other things. So now Chris Cuomo is on News Nation, and guess who he has on his show? It's his doctor, and she uh, said something, uh, again, the miracle part. They're finally starting to tell the truth about the COVID vaccines. Dr. Robin Rose, here she explains the experiment that was recently conducted that was global, completely global. Listen to her uh, discuss, uh, discuss the, the actual study itself. So the background of the study is, is that they looked at, like you said, these 99 million people across 10 sites, eight countries, and they identified these very significant problems that were neurologic, cardiac, cardiac or hematologic uh, issues. But these are problems that with any therapeutic or vaccine that is coming out, you wouldn't want to see these issues, right? Or you wouldn't expect to see these issues. And if you did, you'd want to see them at a low rate. And there were a handful that were flagged, you know, as safety signals that were two to three times higher, you know, when they looked at, they were, you know, they had the expected versus what the observed outcomes would be. And they were two to three times higher. So I just want you to think about that for a minute. First of all, Rose, the Dr. Rose is saying that the evidence after the vaccines began getting distributed were that cases of other kinds of illnesses were coming up. Now, this is on News Nation. This is on the Chris Cuomo show. This is a guy who has decidedly left and he appeals to the left and he is exposing this to the left. That's, that's pretty amazing. 
But uh, let's continue more with what uh, Dr. Rose said about what was actually happening with patients. Exactly. There's tens of millions of people out there that are screaming from the rooftop saying that after they had the vaccine, they have suffered just you know, basic symptoms or not that basic, but not as severe as this, but symptoms that have impaired their activities of daily living. You know, they can't live the way they used to live on a daily basis. And those are things including, you know, chest heaviness, you know, persistent headaches every day, brain fog, post-exertional malaise, neuropathy, weakness, uh, new onset cardiac arrhythmias, uh, structural heart damage, autoimmune conditions, all these different things. I can name a hundred other things probably. You know, why are we not looking at mm. those things? The things that we are looking at in this study particularly are things that are super rare and very, very serious and life-threatening. Now, imagine that. That, that vindicates people like Dr. Peter McCulloch of Baylor there in Texas, who was ostracized and uh, demonized and marginalized in every way because he said this. Remember, the vaccines originally were just offered, as they should. They're research. The vaccines are research. They are all investigational research. And so they can, they, nobody can encourage somebody to take a vaccine, by the way. That, that violates the Nuremberg Code. Can't do it. Research is neutral. As a doctor, I can never tell somebody they should take the COVID-19 vaccine. Why? Because same reason why I can't tell them, say, listen, you should be in my research study. You should take my research pill for diabetes. You know if I told them that? You should be in my research study? I'd be sanctioned by the IRB. I'd be called by the FDA. That's out of bounds. We never give any pressure, coercion, or threat of reprisal for participating in research. It violates the Nuremberg Code. And we certainly wouldn't do it with these vaccines because we don't have all the data yet. So, but yet so many people are doing that. Well, they're, I tell you right now, they're walking a line on bioethics that they will be held accountable. You can't do that. And that is why what you're hearing from Dr. Robin Rose is significant. For the first time, a study of 99 million people, and they're saying that adverse effects are aplenty. Nothing to worry about, they said. Nothing to worry about. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is safe, effective, and free. Jim Watkins will be right back. Speaking Out continues.